Welcome back to another episode of No But Yeah. I'm Lily. And I'm Kendall. It has been a long break. Um, <laughs> we need to address the fact that we are now famous. This is our first episode of our podcast post article in the Flathead News, which, for those of you who don't know, is our William and Mary student newspaper. And that. it was good. It was good. <laughs> I remember picking up the newspaper because we, we were looking everywhere for it. I don't remember what day it was. We were so antsy about it. Yeah. And so I picked it up on my way back from class. I get into my apartment and I, I'm flipping through. I'm like taking my time looking at all the articles that are in the same issue. And then I see it and I see us and I literally scream. <laughs> I scrumped the loudest scrum I've ever scrumped. And I was just like, shit this is like legit we've made it yeah and so i'm so sad that we like have not been posting and recording regularly and um yeah but you know what it's okay because my favorite podcasts that i listen to and love don't have like a regular like recording season Mm. so when they do have episodes i'm like all the more excited i'm so lucky this is such a treat yeah and i think you know we're busy people, we're famous now, so there's a lot of people who are always eager to be around us. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it feels, you know, it feels, it reminds me a little bit of my journal, oh. where every year, the first page of my journal is, I promise I'll write every single day. Damn. And then I never do, never do. And sometimes I'll go a few months without doing it, but I always return to the practice. And I think that's really, what this podcast is like it's too. It's journaling for you. I think you said that in the, yeah, in the, in the article. Yeah. But also just the fact that we don't have to be regular about it to still. Yeah. It's like not a bowel movement. It doesn't have to be regular. <laughs> <laughs> but no, speaking of journals, I, when I went home for fall break, my friend Nyla, shout out to Nyla, like came over and I like, she like pulled out my old, like middle school, oh early high school journal. <laughs> and she was like reading like um, entries and stuff. And like, I don't care because like, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm a great writer and I have an amazing voice. So even my really sad journal sometimes be in. But I believe that. <laughs> she was like, why do I actually want to read more? So maybe one day it'll be published with mm. a lot redacted. I have also thought about wanting my journals to be published. And I actually write them as if they are to someone. Really? Like just this um, omnipresent like audience member whom one day might discover my journals one day when I'm rich and famous and then want to post them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I should be writing more about like what's happening. Mm. Like I remember like around like 2020, like I'd be like, okay, so there's like this like germ going around. It's like making people sick. It's a germ. <laughs> and I get two weeks off of school. Yay. And I'm like writing about whatever was happening then. But like, I just don't know how to weave in 
the war in Ukraine is mm. devastating. Stop. Also, today I saw my class crush and he looks so good. Like, like I don't know. <laughs> Those things don't connect. See, sometimes I'll go through this spell where I'm like, I've written way too much about my crushes or, <laughs> you know, silly little things. Like, I need this to be deep. And so then I'll talk about something. But then the next three weeks, it'll be like... My class crushed me <laughs> that... Um, yeah. No. Yeah, like, honestly... I think about that too, but here's the thing. It's like your journal. It's your personal. That's true. Where you get to write whatever you want. Technically, no one's really supposed to be reading it in the near future, right? Mm -hmm. So you can feel free to like write without judgment. But at the same time, I'm like flipping through the pages. I'm like 70% of this journal <laughs> is about some sort of qualm in romance mm -hmm. or whatever. But yes. honestly, like to write about anything else, I mean, I feel like that's a perfectly fine topic. Like, mm -hmm. interpersonal relationships, the things that, like, gauge mm. how, you know, some sort of, like, quality of your life is, like, the relationships that you have. Of course that's important. Why would you want to talk about it? I'm basically reframing boy talk. Yeah. And I will say, man, I, I would say it's pretty... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's, like, 50%, 50. about... Good like romantic interests and 50% about like gossip too. So it can be <gasps> interpersonal relationships mm -hmm. like across the spectrum. Oh my gosh, gossip. I don't let anyone read my journal. I'm very protective about it. All I my know. friends in high school thought it would be like hysterical because they thought I was like funny. And so they'd be like, Lily, I just want to read your journal because you're like so funny. <laughs> I bet it's hysterical. And I'm like, no, no one can see that thing. I, I think I'm, I'm even too cringed out to reread the past. No, for real. Yeah. Like a lot of time has to pass before I can go back and read it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so like, funny. I probably still couldn't read about freshman year of high school. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Just the way that I phrase things make me like so cringed. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. I would want to rip the pages out. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Speaking of gossip. I feel oh. like we've been talking about for a while wanting that to be an episode topic, so why not just get into it? Yeah. Gossip. Yeah. Here, okay, here's okay. my tea. Yeah. Here's my, what I feel about gossip. I think gossip gets this really nasty reputation. Everyone is like, oh, you know, girls, when they gossip, that's so catty and like mean and like, I don't like that. It's like really bitchy or whatever. Hmm? You mean sharing important information. And that's what I will say that like, I think that gossip has its place because back in the olden days, back in the olden days, like before we had, you know, texts and phones and emails or whatever, like you would have your knitting circle of ladies and, you know, she would tell you that her husband is thinking of maybe doing this thing in the town, like, leadership and oh well I heard so and so and you're exchanging information mm -hmm. and I feel like men only demonize or people in general just only demonize gossip when they've done something wrong that they don't want to get out you know what I mean true if you're stepping correctly in the world I feel like you shouldn't have too much to worry about gossip you know what I mean yeah and I think there's a difference between I agree with you. Like it is an information sharing mm -hmm. space, but there's certainly a difference between when it affects you, like the example you used being like, I heard yeah, my husband, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
when it affects the circle that you're talking with versus when it's totally outside of yes the people in that circle but i totally agree with you like okay if someone did something in public that was like <laughs> sh gossip worthy then you can't be freaking mad when people start talking about it my favorite thing is when people do things in public and it gets around i'm like then you should have not misbehaved in public. <laughs> like Lily don't, is Santa. don't don't blame it on like specific people for sharing that. If you chose, maybe not always chose, but yeah. if you acted the way you did in public. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm -hmm. I am, and yeah, I just feel like, and also there's like so much nuance to it, and you have to like know the rules. And I feel like. Again, it's just like a social activity. Everyone gossips. It might not be framed as gossip, right? Depending on who you are, what you look like. But in essence, you're gossiping, mm -hmm. right? And I feel like there are rules. Is this information true? Like, do you remember those like things in elementary school? Like, is it true? Is it helpful? No. It, we what? had like these like, it was like think. Like the acronym was was think. Okay. And it was like, is it this. true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? I guess I guess in Kentucky they're just really not <laughs> concerned with fake news that they don't want anyone to evaluate biases. <laughs> oh my god. That's funny. Yeah, like so I, I mean, if I get a piece of gossip that is like absolutely has nothing to do with me, would not change anyone's lives at all. I'll be like <laughs> guess what i heard and i know that i'm and again you also have to make sure that like who is your circle of information shares mm. i trust all my sources i trust all my sources and i trust the people in my circle as well that i share this information with i think it's tight i don't tell everyone everything you know what i mean true yeah i agree mm -hmm. with that um yeah. Something else I think is really interesting to add to this conversation of gossip is the classic example that was used with me in high school, that there's a difference between ranting and gossip. And mm. people loved, teachers in particular, love to use this example because I think they like wanted to, in a way, validate you for wanting to talk about things you've heard, but also acknowledge that gossip is like, sometimes can be hurtful to other people. But I'm yeah. like, that, I'm sorry. You've made up a random term for the same conversation. <laughs> I, I can rant about gossip I've heard. Like, uh -huh. I don't understand this, this idea of like sharing what you think about a certain situation that may or may not be true is the exact, is the exact same thing as gossip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, you know what? It just reminded me of this. My sister Lauren, shout out. And actually I'm going home tomorrow, so I'm so excited. I don't know what's in the water with class of 23 <laughs> in like high school, like, but they have the tea. I am so tea starved here. Like I feel like it's like, oh, what's happening? What's hip? Well, today I got my ears pierced. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, but then I go home and it's like, I have like this full in-depth look into all the drama of what's happening at that school. And then like 
I have lore. Like this is like, it builds. These stories build upon having knowledge, right? She'll be like, do you remember so-and-so? I'm like, so it's like a TV series. It is a TV series. And I'm dying to figure out this next piece because she refused to tell me over the phone which I think is very... What, does she think her phone is bugged? I don't think, I think she's just being cheeky and she just wants me to be there in person so she can see like my uh-huh. facial reactions. Uh-huh. But like, I can't get enough of it. Do you think it. it's about her or no? Sometimes it does involve her. Do you have an inkling about what this could be? This has to do with like like friend group stuff okay. like going down. Okay. But like, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Oh, have you seen that TikTok trend where like, High schoolers will go up to like people and they're like, "Who's your class crush?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, yeah, what's yeah. your name? Yeah, and it's like Sarah Higginbottom, who's the hottest guy in the school. Mm, it has to be like Charter, like Grandson Smith the third. Charter Grandson Smith the third. Do you know like Higginbottom? I <laughs> love that concept, frankly, because I think you love it. Could I you like have- it. I think I think I would like someone else to break the news that I like someone not. Really? Not me have to go through the hard the hardship <laughs> of expressing it. I think I'd be And then you get the reaction on camera, so then you know whether or not they're interested. True. I think for the most part, like they've been like pretty like good Tame. and they're like, Oh yeah, I know them. Yeah, I'd rate her solid awesome. ten. And even if they don't really, really <laughs> feel that way, at least you're being nice. Some of them I've seen they're like, um, no comment. Or like Oh uh, my gosh. Or whatever. I'm just like, I'm glad I'm not in high school. But honestly, sorry. I'm like kicking her chair. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Mm. Mm. I think also, mm, I feel like technology adds an extra element into this gossip idea. Mm. Um, I think it just, Obviously, it makes it a lot easier to gossip and have things that are gossip worthy to talk about, I would say. And I think that's where shit goes down. That's where things get complicated, I think, is like when you have screenshots or like <gasps> red receipts or like yik yak. Like all that kind of thing is different than like a good old fashioned, like what's said here doesn't leave the room mm-hmm. type gossip session. <laughs> Um, yes like I feel like my heart like my heart rate like increases when someone starts a sentence guys you didn't hear this from me (laughs) what I say does not leave this room and I'm Mm -hmm. like what is what is about to be said yeah but of course here it's like I mean and then this is a small school we've talked about this before and I feel like with information sharing as well it's like I could say a name any name oh my god any name and like, and like, I, 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 I have like five good pieces of information about you. Like mm. where you're from, what your parents do, like what you did in high school, maybe something bad you did, maybe something good you did, I, I, I you know? And that is cool sometimes, but I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think, like literally I was at UVA last weekend. Maybe you can tell because of how <laughs> frat flew. <laughs> sick i sound i get sick every single time i go there it's just it's a lot it's a lot and we can get into that too but like gosh who was i talking to oh basically it was like oh my roommate 
my friend from Massachusetts said that she was roommates with a girl from William and Mary, and we all knew the girl. I'm just like, oh, this is mind blowing. How could I not es- escape this? It doesn't matter where I go. It doesn't matter where I go. I'm always back here. It's very. It, sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's scary. But yeah, we can talk about Halloween and what. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So okay, for context, I was in pitiful old Williamsburg over <laughs> Halloween and Kendall went to the glorious University of Virginia. <laughs> Is it glorious? Um, uh, well, actually, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's cute. I think it's cute. I think it's a cute town. Um, I like the mountains. I like the colors. But nothing beats being able to trek your entire campus. Yeah. In 15 minutes. 15 minutes if you're a slow walker, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it's from, like, from Boswell to Tucker, like, these two academic buildings. Like, those are my classes back-to-back. I can be there in 10 minutes. Am I huffing and puffing and having <laughs> shin splints? Yes, but it's so doable. And, like, literally, it was so bad. We would, like, look up, like, where we had to be, like, where oh, all, God. like, the frats are. And it'd be like... <laughs> 25 minute walk <laughs> it would be a 25 I would minute walk uber at that point and oh gosh we we ubered when we went to midsummers but i didn't really like that because like i don't like ordering ubers at like mm. 3 a.m and True. like not and you're <laughs> and you're distracted so you're missing ubers and it's like we cannot make any mistakes it's 3 a.m we have to be serious but walking was just another story but like there were qr codes yeah. That were changing minute by minute. I was seeing a QR code that was shifting Door so that list. you couldn't like screenshot it. And I'm like, what in the world? And I mean, and that's the one thing I'll say about here. And I think we've said this before. Like, if you want to go to a party, like it's not, it's not that big a deal. You just walk in, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a girl, for a guy, I guess you can get bounced or whatever or booted. But you walk in wherever you want, okay? And there is just like so not like that. And it gave me like so much like ooh in my stomach because like we had like four extra girls in our group and they're like, oh, we can just all go together. I'm like, no, like I think we're going to get like bounced or something. And like they just they ended up being pretty chill about it. Um, but then I heard that like one frat was like paying like 80, like they had real bouncers, like real security bouncers. And that one of like my friend's friends, was bouncing one time and they paid him $80 an hour. And then I changed my tune very quickly. For $80 an hour, what's your name? (laughs) Sorry, you're not on the list. Get out, sorry, no. Don't make me call the cops, bro, leave. Like, I think you would be really good at that actually. I think I'd be a really good bouncer. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah. I think it's it's all an image thing. They're just trying to keep their allure. Yeah. That's what I love here. Like, okay, you can literally walk into any single party. And yet some frats will have like an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> what's your name? They don't ask for last names. I think they spell most people's names wrong in the Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. But you have to give them their name and they enter it into the spreadsheet. I'm like, I think they're just putting down like doodles. Yeah, probably. Like, I think it's just to give them this allure that it, like, matters. I, yeah. I went to another party a few weeks ago where they were like, IDs, please. I Here? said, 
Um, what? Yeah. Oh. And someone handed them um, their student ID and they let them in. So it's just this like thing where they try to act like it's a bigger deal than it is. I don't know. Nor care. Because you show up and it's the same party whether you're at UVA. Temple. Which is also really interesting because my friend goes to UVA and she said that like boys can go to each other's frat parties. That's cool. Yeah. So why <laughs> why in the hell do, are you making it like difficult for non-affiliated people but oh, you don't gosh. care? It's all like the machine. It's literally the machine. And I remember when my friend Josh came to visit and we went to a, a frat party and it was fine. Like we literally, we all walked in together. It was like six girls and Josh. We walk in and it's fine. We're all in the house. And then Josh like goes to like get some air and he can't come back in. And I, I am like, wait, they, they, they bounced you. And I was like, hold up. And <laughs> obviously I go up and I'm like, yeah, you got a race tonight. Yeah. I know you want to be in there partying, right? It's lame. It's the, it's the bureaucracy, right? <laughs> so I'm literally like trying to chat my way into this. Obviously it's not working, but I was just like so mad at that. How, it, how did he get, how did he get in? Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not that important, but what was I gonna say? Oh, the outfits, the Halloween costumes. I feel mm. like a lot of people were more in the Halloween spirit this, this go round. Well, yeah, cause it was like the first normal Halloween, I would argue yeah. since COVID. But, um, Kendall's costumes, you guys, were killer, <laughs> killer. Killer. I remember, okay, so Friday night, I was Olive Pendergrass from Easy A. That was an easy costume, haha, <laughs> um, super easy. And then Saturday night, I'm so upset that I didn't take pictures. All I have are my TikToks. But the TikToks are glorious, please <laughs> go look at them. Of me as Julia Fox. There were a lot of Julia Foxes on my For You page, obviously. But, like, out in public, obviously, I found myself having to explain a Did lot. random people recognize you as her? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. No. Oh, no. Okay. Mm -mm. But <laughs> next year, no, like, me and my friend Will, we're already planning for next year. Oh, wow. He went as Damon Targaryen this year. And I'm like, you need to run that up again next Halloween because then I'll be Lena... Valerian. Sorry, guys. I am a throny. A Game of Thrones fan. House of the Dragon. I'm all about that. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So I'll go as her next year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. I was. Weren't you a Peaky Blinder? No, I wanted to be a Peaky Blinder, oh, but happened? that just. Couldn't find a men's suit vest, you know. <laughs> um, I was the big bad wolf. Okay. Friday night, I was the big bad wolf. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. And then Saturday night, I was Tanya from um, Mamma Mia because we had a date party and my two friends were the other ones in our dates were the dads. So it was cute. Oh, that's so cute. It was cute. Um. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not really a Halloween costume person. I'm always the last minute. It's like an hour before we're <laughs> supposed to go trick-or-treating and I slap like some cutout printer paper FBI <laughs> letters on like a vest I already own. Um yeah, I'm I'm really bad at Halloween. It's okay. It's it's the spirit, right? It is the spirit. It is the spirit. And I am a big believer that whenever 
particularly on this campus, whenever anyone gets excited about something, it inevitably fails to live up to the excitement. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's pessimistic. Maybe that's mean. But this Halloween was not exciting. Interesting. Yeah, everything was a dud. It was a dud. 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 But, okay. Like, Saturday night, we didn't even get into the party. Or I didn't get into the parties. Lines... Like you're on a roller coaster, you know, <laughs> like one of those roller coaster lines, bruh, to get into a house that already looks like it's bursting at the seams. So I would say Friday night was better than Saturday night. Um, yeah, but no. Yeah. But yeah. I would say, okay, one other critique I have, and I would like this to be implemented immediately in all Greek fraternity houses. Proper insulation, proper airflow. Because what? (laughs) Oh, sorry. It's like the tropical savanna every time I go down in the frat basement. I'm like, you'd think they'd be airing out the place days in advance because I swear to you, it gets to be like 90 degrees humid, like in humidity terms in the basement that I like come out with a layer of like wet coating on me. Oh, yeah. And when I was wearing my wolf gloves and tail. Oh, oh, man, it was bad. It's a hard balance, right? Because you know that the walk back is going to be cold. That's true. So you want to be warm, but at the same time, you're going to be in a place that you know it's going to get pretty steamy. And I How just, when that? I, yeah, I have a hard time enjoying it if I'm like so, so hot too. So simple solution. I will be going on Shark Tank to fund a company where <laughs> I will be donating box fans to all fraternities <laughs> to put in the basements. Like, that's insanity. At least keep it out at, like, tepid 75 in there. A tepid. <laughs> I love I love all of your strong opinions. <laughs> I just have a lot of critiques on what frats could be doing better. And I just have no idea what's going on and choose not to know. Period. You don't choose not to know. As the... As the topic of our conversation today, gossip, you seem to be pretty intrigued when there (laughs) is stuff to know. Period. Yeah, period. Um, Period. Ah, period. Uh. (laughs) Guys, the other day, you had any of our listeners been witness to what occurred Thursday night? I think they would have thought it was the funniest thing ever. We were at Kendall's apartment. Us and some of our friends, Rudate, Ritika, Grace, mm-hmm. we were at Kendall's apartment and Kendall and I were there a little bit in advance. We had a little sushi date. We watched a new movie called Birdie. Birdie. Yeah. And we oh, gave and then each the other some of, massages. Um, what was the episode <laughs> of, of girls? Of <laughs> white girls boys can't jump. Called white men can't jump. Well, I think it's called like. It's called something else, but basically one of the characters is auditioning for the Broadway version of White Men Can't Jump. (laughs) And it's just really funny. Yes. And yes, we're giving each other massages. And then all of the rest of our friends come over and... It's karaoke time. It's karaoke time. So shout out to Sing King Karaoke (laughs) on YouTube for giving us the perfect songs to sing but can 
It is important to note that Kendall's door to her apartment is thin, like as thin can be. Oh, yeah. So I think probably everyone on the floor heard us singing. If you were in the hallway that night, you could have heard, you could hear, like you could like <laughs> just pick out voices. voices. Like it's that bad, but honestly, it's fine because once you like get into your like apartment, you can't, you can't really hear the hall. Mm. So I had so much fun singing karaoke. What is like your go-to karaoke oh. song? Have we talked about this? No, we we talked about what would be like the song you would come back from the dead to sing, or or the song that if you got gifted the most beautiful yeah, voice yeah, on yeah. earth. Yeah, I don't know what I would <laughs> sing as karaoke. <laughs> A song to come back from the dead to sing. <laughs> um, I don't know what I would sing. I have a list. Oh, we are really good. We are very good at Hamilton songs. Yes. See, I, would I say. think the thing about karaoke is it's less about what you like, what your favorite song is, and more about what you think is manageable for you mm -hmm. in terms of karaoke. I know my voice. Yeah. And we're going with Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson. I've never heard that song. Well, I'll play it for you. Okay. Can you sing it? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like on a monday i'm waiting and by tuesday i'm waiting into your arms too and then it goes like with you with you i fall so fast <laughs> you're welcome everyone and it was like this huge controversy like she like performed it on like s like snl or something or like jimmy kimmel <laughs> And you could tell that she was lip syncing it. Uh, like it was like totally off or whatever. I don't know why everyone got a big like stink about it, but like. Kendall it was, only this picks is, karaoke songs based on their like controversial yeah, history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette and Gloria by Lauren Brannigan. I don't know a single one of those songs. You know Hand in My Pocket. I'm short, but I'm. Sober. Oh. I'm poor, but I'm kind. <laughs> oh my god! I just butchered that first oh lyric, but god, you know it. Yes, yes, and I know yeah, it. I love Alanis Morissette. Okay, you know, as you were as you were talking about karaoke songs, to bring it back to gossip. Speaking of gossip, get this: what this just in. Anyone who's not from Louisville won't really care about this, but but I care because I'm care from Louisville. Taco Luchador, yeah. the restaurant that we went to, yes. that my mom and I basically over this past summer probably ate it at least two times a week. We love it. Mm -hmm. The owner now owns three other restaurants too, by the way. Okay. So he's like big deal in Louisville. Recently posted a meme on his Facebook page. Um, I don't, I think it's a joke at Nancy Pelosi. I didn't know this has been going on. But apparently people are making like memes of like a Brokeback Mountain scene with like the two, like Jake Gyllenhaal and who's mm -hmm. the other guy? Heath Ledger. Keith, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Um, Like together. And then it says like, where's Nancy? Because the joke is that like Nancy Pelosi's husband is gay or something. Mm -hmm. And that's why like the, it relates to him being attacked or that's whatever. That's what I was about to say. Um. And so anyway, the owner like posted this on his Facebook, like with a laughing face and stuff. And apparently people have always been suspicious about his activities. So it's time to boycott, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to boycott. Me in a town that I visited one time for like, what, four days? No! 
It's really frustrating to me because it was my favorite place. Here's my thing. This is not a smart business approach to voice controversial opinions. Period. Like if you if you want to do and make the most profit, you'll just shut your mouth and keep the beliefs to yourself. Yeah. I don't like I think it of course I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's fine when liberal institutions want to promote, <laughs> you know, liberal ideas, but when it's like homophobic, racist, transphobic, like any of the that, ist or isms. Right, because because you're you're cutting out a portion of your like of your population yeah, when yeah. you do that. Which is something I don't think liberals necessarily engage in as frequently. Not to make it political, but. No, but yeah. Yeah, and well, anyway. Yeah, can't believe it. shaken. You, you talked about news. Mm. You're talking about news and it brought me back. The death of takeoff. Tell us about it, Kendall. That like. We actually had a really deep conversation about this the other day on we, my porch. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. We were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 I'm speechless. I'm speechless. 28 years old. 28. And I think him and Quavo dropped an album. Or, or they their music was not like, they were in the midst of making music. And... Like, I just think there's a lot to be said about it, a lot to get into about it, but, like, the just, like, the gun violence and then also how, like, desensitized I think we are to, yeah. like, seeing black bodies shot and dead, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. why were those pictures circulated? Why in the world can I look on TikTok and hear Quavo screaming? That's not normal. That's not normal. Mm -hmm. And like, I think with this whole like stuff with Drake and what he said about like Meg, Megan Thee Stallion, like lying, like he has one bar in like whatever album he's dropped about like her lying about being shot by Tory Lanez. And that was this whole thing too, right? Like, I feel like it's been ages, but people like not believing that she was shot in the foot by Tory Lanez. And like, if Taylor Swift was shot in the foot yeah, that's by Joe really Allen point. or whatever person, it would, he would be in jail. It would be end of story. They would have like, I think proper like gun protection laws would go in actually if it was Taylor Swift, but because it's a black woman and, and like all the misogynoir that goes into that. And so like for you to joke about gun violence about Megan Thee Stallion, and then within the same week that a very important, prominent rapper lost his life to senseless gun violence, it's like, wait, we gotta, we gotta change the situation. We have to wake up. And we were talking on the porch, like, whatever happened to the good old like fist fight, right? Like, I just feel like. I'm I'm talking like I like I've been around for years and I remember I used to get into street brawls but no but like I have enough like cultural knowledge to know that there was a point in time where like something goes down in a card game whatever dice game doesn't matter people are mad you just you duke it out that's just human nature you're mad you get mad violence happens yeah and, but, and all of a sudden now we're pulling out like 
guns. Like- right. And not to like condone violence of any kind in response to most yeah. situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would argue that like guns allow people to be cowardly too. <laughs> like you don't even have to look at the person that you are committing violence against. Yeah. You can be up from the top of a building and do it. Yeah. Like it, it, it makes things like way less personal in a way that is funny to me because I think I, I would just imagine the like psychological mm-hmm. makings of someone willing to do that would want to be feel like they had really accomplished something. Yeah. And I don't think you get that sense of accomplishment without a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to just, and it's it's also very permanent too. Like, yeah. Okay, now you have like a charge. Okay, now you're going to jail, and then, and then what? The conversation's over. I just feel like you're right. And to put it in like even more plain English, like there's more of a gratification to yeah beat to, the brakes off of someone. You have know like I mean? labor involved. <laughs> I also think, <laughs> but uh, we are not condoning violence, obviously. No, no. I also think, um, hold on, sorry. Uh, back to your point about the fact that this is like a prominent rapper and everything and like urging this to spur change too. Like how sad that we also have to wait until someone What's that we know about enough in the public eye like what this happens on a day-to-day basis for people who are not famous and who the world does not know like it's it's just sad to me that that doesn't spur action but a conversation about someone famous would Yeah, yeah yeah and i think that goes back to what we were saying in the last episode we had where we feel like we have more of a draw or pull or connection to people that we see online uh, or like know of yeah, yeah, yeah. than sometimes the people that would have more of a horizontal relationship with us in terms of power and knowledge and everything. Yes. Yes. We have to put the guns down, put the knives down, you know, and I think, Gun violence and rap have this very closely linked history. Biggie, Tupac, all of them, you know? But like, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way, you know? Yeah, I also think, shoot, I had a point. Oh, oh yeah, okay, not to like extrapolate this too far out of the conversation, but the other day in my Spanish class, we were having a conversation about like police and corruption in Latin American countries. Uh And I guess like, I had never really heard about this before, but that like a a lot of people in Latin American countries desire to have easier access to guns and firearms and stuff because they believe that the police is like so corrupt, Mm -hmm. which I think is a really, interesting argument versus what the US perspective is on guns. Arguably, I would say on average, the American citizen is less concerned that their police force is corrupt Mm. in terms of like relationships with like, I don't know, like cartels and things like the concern is in Latin America. Yes. But our use, our our need for guns is for Uh self-defense. And I think the people who are making that claim feel satisfied by the police system. 
So yeah. if that's the case, like that, that doesn't really make sense to me. Yes. Like, I don't think you hear of people who are being victimized by police brutality urging to have more weapons mm-hmm. in the way that privileged people do in America, which yeah. is just not the case in Latin America or other yeah. countries. Sheesh. Now picture talking about that in Spanish. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine. But yeah, just, just felt like I needed to bring it up. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's a good point. Um, Migos. How do you, you have, pivot from that? Well, I was going to say, do you have any other like gossip worth sharing? I don't know if that was gossip. No, I, I, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean that to be gossip. I just okay. meant, cause I shared my thing about Taco Luchador. So, um, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I have really been crafting. Oh, that's what we have to talk about. Uh, Kendall and I have both been really crafting our accents. Uh, I think I do a really good Grinch now. A Grinch? Yeah. Like Jim Carrey? Yeah. Oh. I can do I can do a good Spanish, a good French. Mm-hmm. And speaking of French, our dear friend Jacques is mm-hmm. with us today in the studio. Can you say hello, Jacques? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um Jacques I think is he takes a very critical look at American culture American values and norms and so we're really grateful to have him in the studio today because he you know always takes us out and asks us some really good questions (laughs) thank you Lily I appreciate you saying that about me (laughs) for context I'm from a very small town called uh, BP PP BP it's in France it's very small you would not have heard of it because you're American and you're very dumb. <laughs> it is okay. I tell you more. <laughs> no, I think it's... And this character came about one night. I don't even know how. We were like walking back from some party and Ritika loved her to bits. Oh, but her <laughs> French accent. Her French accent just comes out <laughs> like sounding a bit like like Arab <laughs> and like even when like we make her aware of it and she's like okay I'll fix it I'll fix it it's, it just gets worse <laughs> but um yeah Jack we love him we love yeah. all my alter egos yes we do don't worry she doesn't have split personality disorder <laughs> what is it called multiple person I don't there's a formal BPD one. no like multiple personality oh. disorder. Oh, oh my God! Sorry, <laughs> you are the dumb one, Jack. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, but speaking of that, like, you have to be on a very specific. I am side. on it. I am. Are on you it. on that side? I'm on that side of TikTok. The people who like have worlds built in their mind, and they have all these different like characters and personalities, and it's like very fascinating right and i remember there being one the wonderland system do you remember that Uh -uh. someone with like that multiple personality i think they got bullied off of tiktok unfortunately so we don't know what would have come of that you know anyway but like i think a lot of people are like is that even real like a lot of Psychiatrists can't even agree on whether it's a real thing or not. 
nonetheless, it's very fascinating to watch sometimes. I was going to say, I listened to this podcast episode. I can't remember what the podcast is called, um, but it was all about this actually. And there was a whole thing there was, I don't, I don't remember when exactly it was, but there was like a series of several women who would go to their therapist saying that they have this multiple personality disorder. Um, and essentially it was like pretty much debunked and there was like one mm-hmm. famous case. Um, and it was like found out not to be like really true or that she had made a deal with her therapist and they would like go on a, and oh, make money from it. Oh. But it is really interesting because I, while I think there's a lot of disagreement about it, I think fundamentally people agree that it is not like you're not actually different people. It's that you've like selectively chosen when to go in and out of d- specific memories. Oh, okay. I don't know though. I, it's very complicated, but you're so right. It is like crazy. Yeah. Because also my question is how do all of them choose to, have the same TikTok platform. <laughs> like, like people will like. Who runs the TikTok? There will be the 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 host. They acknowledge. There's like one person that acknowledges they are the host. Mm, okay. And then all the rest of their personalities will come on and make different TikToks. But I'm like, and they all so have wait, different. So they roles they acknowledge too. that each other exist. Yeah. Which is hard because it's like, how can you ever be in communication with the other one? Did you watch that movie, that horror movie called Split? Yeah. Oh my God, that was scary to me. Very, very scary. That me. was scary. I don't know who I, whoever that main actor is, I think he's very talented. Yeah. And I think it just goes to show too that, and this will be worked into my academic article I write about hor- like f- scary characters with long slender fingers and stuff. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. It's all about this othering of mm. conditions that are not, like that is not, it doesn't have to be freaking scary. Yeah. Like I, I didn't even know that that was a thing that people could have until that movie came out. And now I'm like, oh my God. It's a That's little terrifying. You associate it with horror. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, when you said the word othering, I'm in a class right now and it's lesbian literatures. So we're talking about like vampires and stuff like that. And like that history of like, othering right and it it goes deeper than i ever thought like Mm -hmm. you know when we think of like monsters and like horror and i guess this ties back to halloween too but like i'm thinking like monsters and like vampires are like oh yeah that's just like scary creepy lore but like why do humans make that there's a reason right and so i guess when dracula was coming on the scene in whatever late 17th century europe or whatever like a lot of Jewish people were coming into Europe. Again, this this new wave of like like xenophobia and anti-Semitism and like, oh, they're like the creepy vampires that are gonna come and like take your children and like suck their blood and stuff. And and then again in the US it shows up again like there's like this famous like cartoon of like a black man with bat wings and he's got like one hand on like white children and the other hand on like and, then, and like that, and he's got fangs and like this like monsterification of mm-hmm. minority groups that like are different, right? And so it's not all just like innocent, oh, vampires, you know, ah. Like they they have a, a sort of dark history. Yeah. And it, like the movie like 
Blackula. <laughs> There's a movie called Blackula. Blackula. Came out in the 70s. It's a black vampire, and he, you know, he wants to be human, but he got turned into a vampire, and it's, like, this whole thing. But, like, again, and you, if you think of, like, what people imagine as a vampire, like, something, someone that you stay away from, someone that you don't associate with because they'll come out and, like, take you, and they're very much predators. Of course, of course it would be a black person. Yeah. You know, like that that association. And of course, we don't really think about the origins of it now because we have movies like Twilight and Jennifer's Body. And yeah. vampires are like Which cool. is, I was about to say this too. I think there's like a really, really fascinating thing about humans and that like what is scary can also be like what is desirable mm. or like, like this like, allure to them and like i don't know yeah twilight were really like sexifying vampires now (laughs) after their origin story was like this awful thing yeah and i think we should probably wrap up soon but the last thing i'll say on this vampire note is everyone should be watching what you do in what we do in the shadows i like the movie more than the show i'll just go ahead and say it but those are vampires i think i would want to be around because they're hysterical um we'll have to watch i'll have to watch it and honestly i think there's something that like shows i've started i I think i've seen like maybe one or two episodes of that show and i've such high praise for it Mm -hmm. maybe when i come back to it i'll realize oh this is a really good show because that's what it was like for the boys like i picked up the Uh, first episode and then you stopped stopped and now i'm obsessed obsessed but yes you're right lily let's wrap it up um Thanks so much for tuning in and listening, y'all. And we'll be back. Bye. Bye.